Hey Swifties, welcome to a brand new episode of Swifty School, where together we walk down Ilya Street covering the latest news and Easter eggs from our fearless leader, Taylor Swift. I'm your host, Reagan Bailey, and it is enchanting to have you here. Now that we're out of the woods, let's get into today's episode. It's another great day to be alive at the same time as Taylor Swift. What just happened? Now, if you're new here, welcome to what I like to call a 911 code red, code 13, drop everything now episode. Now, how this is going to work is this is completely unedited, raw stream of consciousness because you guys... We just got TS11. I am absolutely still in shock. I feel like I just ran a marathon. I feel like I made this up in my head. I feel like this is a fever dream, fever dream high in the quiet of the nights. You know that I got it. Like, what on earth? I jotted down some notes. I have my Grammy ballot in front of me, and I've been stewing. I've been stewing on the events that just occurred at the 66th Grammys, and all I have to say is, wow. She really played us. I feel like let's take it back to the beginning. I'm thinking back to like some of the last era's tour shows where people were chanting rep, rep, rep. And she was looking at them like, "Mm, no, no, no. Uh, I wonder how long this has been in the works. Number one. Number two, we were right. She did stick to the pattern, which if you're unfamiliar with the pattern, her ongoing pattern has been album two re-records, album, two re-records. So now I actually do feel like we have confirmation that that's the pattern and the next two would be Reputation and Debut TV. But let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Like We have to go back and talk about, number one, the outfit. It was unexpected. It was different. I'm wondering if black and white now represents TS11 and reputation's going to switch to green. I don't even know what to think. We don't have an emoji yet for TS11, so I'm curious. I think once more unfolds, we'll have a better idea of what we're walking into. But holy guacamole, I do wish deep down in my heart of hearts, I wish that Travis could have been there. I think that would have been such an epic historical moment, truly, for him to experience. I will say I feel like the crowd was not crowding. Like I didn't love the vibes of the audience and maybe that was like camera playing with us by showing us bad faces or like angles of people. But I felt like people weren't super excited for her. I'm sure the crowd was going absolutely wild and that's all that matters, of course. But okay, I'm digesting the night. I'm thinking back to Trevor Noah. What a great host. I feel like he was an excellent choice. Finally, a good host. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see Tortellini is right here on my lap basking in the excitement. I had a full-fledged screaming attack. I put like a clip of it on Instagram. That was like a four-minute video of me just absolutely losing my marbles. I knew something was coming. Like I felt I felt we all kind of were on that train of like we knew something was coming. But now I'm curious, and if you guys have any sort of clues that you can think back to, pointing us to TS11, and I think the most obvious was that letter. I cannot remember off the top of my head what that letter was that she had written and I think posted on her stories where we had like circled all of the T's. Do you guys remember that? And I think we had circled 11 T's, like capital letter T's. And then she had written the word time or clock or something in there. And and so now I'm like, okay, are we resetting the clock 
Because 419 is a Friday, obviously. I'm curious, is she on tour that day? I think she's on hiatus, right? Because we had said, yeah, she's definitely on hiatus. I remember she's not touring during the month of April. So now I'm just like, what about Tokyo? Like so many clues were pointing towards Tokyo. So my mind is thinking, and again, like obviously grateful for TS11 and super stoked and jazzed. And you guys know, spoiler alert, I'm not the biggest Reputation stand. Like I obviously am so excited for it, but Reputation's lower on my list than other albums. And now this gives me like crazy excitement and hope. I mean, 75 days, 75 days is nothing. Like spring, we talked about 2023 being the year of the girlies. We're just diving right back on in. Like this is iconic. Now let's talk about the title. I'm thrown off. I'm thrown off with the title and I'm thrown off with how we're framing this, how we're moving forward, how we're framing this. So I keep forgetting what the title is. I have her Instagram pulled up here, which by the way, I've been checking. Let me refresh one more time. I've been checking. It's after midnight on the East Coast. So I don't think anything's happening at midnight. So I'm wondering if like the significance of the clock on her outfit or on her necklaces was just kind of pointing to like midnights being over and this was signifying like the end of midnights. That's what I'm thinking since she's completely changed her profile picture and bio and all of that. And I apologize. I am jumping all the way around. But one thing I noticed is in Taylor Swift's Instagram bio, she wrote, all's fair in love and poetry, new album, The Tortured Poets Department on April 19th. Now, if you go to Taylor Nation's Instagram, Their link in bio says the intern of the tortured poets department. Now, I think that's interesting because when you go to the carousel where she announced it, how she signs it, she says, all's fair in love and poetry, sincerely the chairman, chairman of the tortured poets department. So if she's the chairman, Taylor Nation's the intern, who are the people in this department? Like, is it going to be an entire album of collaborations? I feel like this second out, second photo in the carousel that she's giving us is like a file folder, like department. I'm thinking office. I'm thinking, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to patch together what possibly the aesthetic or vibe of this album could be. And a lot of people are associating poet with like the coquette girl vibes, kind of like the ballet core, bows in your hair. Mary Jane buckle shoes. But I feel like that's a little far-fetched looking at the album cover and sort of this sensual in-bed imagery, which I do want to call out. Beth Garabarant, I have no clue how to say her last name, but Beth, the photographer, has she's partnered with Beth many a times. I think this is like almost exclusively the photographer who shoots like most of her shoots that she does. But I think this is interesting to call out. We were so excited to see the album cover of 1989 showing her face and her smile. And now we've reverted back to not showing her eyes. And I think that's really, really interesting. Totally switching gears to looking at her website. So it says Taylor Swift, but it says Tortured Poets Department in the top, like TPD. This name is totally throwing me for a loop. This is going to take me a while to get get used to, TPD. Now, Matt was saying, because Matt was sitting next to me, which if you're new here, Matt's my boyfriend. Matt was sitting next to me, and he said it reminded him of the, is it Dead Poets Society? I've never heard of that before, but Matt was like, oh, is she a Robin Williams fan? You guys will have to enlighten me because I've never heard of that movie before. And I, Matt's like, oh, is she partnering with them? I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. I think this is like her own thing. And a lot of you guys were sending me 
sort of like Easter eggs or hints or clues towards something that related to Joe, I guess, a couple years ago or something. I'm not familiar with this theory, so I'm kind of regurgitating what I can remember. But basically, people were saying like Joe has a WhatsApp group chat with friends that was titled like the the tortured men club or tortured man club or something. And so people think this is like a possible play on that. My thought is if this has been in the works for two years, you know, people are like, oh, it's going to be the album about Joe and sort of the end of her relationship. But I'm like, she mentioned two years and held up the number two. So I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. I think something important to call out is on her website. It now highlights shop now tour dates directed projects, and sign up. The fact that directed projects is so heavily highlighted makes me curious if there's going to be some sort of artistic project that comes along with this. I'm kind of thinking like Beyonce, how she did that visual album situation. I would love to see that from Taylor, especially with something like this. There were images that like, quote unquote, leaked from TMZ, which take that with a grain of salt that you guys were sending me, where it very visibly was Taylor filming or doing something i mean she was in like a very costumey look it's very hard to make out because it's terrible imagery but she was definitely doing something and i have no idea what it is i'm assuming it would relate to this and i'm thinking probably a music video and or slash single which going back to tokyo i mean now my thought is it's either gonna be we're gonna get reputation next now that we know now that we have this announcement we would maybe get a reputation announcement but I'm thinking here's my thoughts. My my like first gut instinct is that Tokyo, she's going to give us some sort of tease to this album. Do I think that she's going to add on an entire new era? If she did that, which I don't put it past her, she will 100% come back and do a circle around the United States. She made it very apparent in her acceptance speech. She's not done. Like she said that this brings her more joy than anything. She's having the time of her life. So I feel like that wasn't like, she wasn't signifying like, oh, I'm having so much fun, like closing out my eras and this chapter of my life. Like it was very specific language alluding to the fact that she is not done. Let me click tour dates. I haven't clicked this on her website yet. I'm going to go to US dates. Okay. It does look like this is kind of a makeshift website currently while they're like switching over the old website to this one. There, It says tour microsite. What is this? Okay, so it looks like, yeah, her developers are probably like in a mad scramble. I'm wondering how much time she gave her team and developers to like pull this together. I mean, this is bananas.com. I have no idea anything about like coding or anything, but this is crazy. Let me go back to her Instagram and refresh while we're chatting so I make sure I don't miss anything. Yeah, I'm thinking back to the vibes of tonight. I think she was shook. She won album of the year, so she has now set a record for winning album of the year four times, which has never been done. I'm looking at my paper here, and I I did think she would win album of the year. I did not think she would win record of the year. That went to Miley Cyrus Flowers. I think it was interesting. Like, best pop solar performance and record of the year going to Miley. I would have said, I don't know. I, I agree. I think Miley definitely should have won an award. I was just kind of surprised maybe by those two specifically. But now looking at the list, I'm like, I don't know what I would have given it to, given her if it wasn't those. And I agree. Song of the year, well, of course, I'm rooting for Taylor. I, I don't think when I think of 2023, I think of Antihero. I, I do think it's fair to say that a song from Barbie would win that category. But man, like giving us that red herring, how she pulled up the website, the, the error code, 
was very intentional. And Taylor Nation on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, was liking posts where people were like, this is not real coding. Like, this is intentional coding. So I'm wondering if there was anything more. Like, I feel like we kind of need to revisit that and see if we missed anything else. But the fact that she used the word red herring, I think all along what she just confirmed was we were so wildly distracted by reputation that this was actually what was coming. And now it, it makes me think back to 112-day theory. I'm curious if you guys will find any additional ties to the 112-day theory with this new album. But what I'm thinking is perhaps this is now resetting that like clock or timeline. Maybe we've made like our full circle. The, the clock has struck midnight and now we're resetting. And now maybe we need to look at the timeline between today and obviously 75 days. Like maybe we need to be looking at 75-day increments or maybe we need to be doubling that or maybe we need to look back to like the beginning of the Eras Tour. I'm curious to see numerical-wise what that means. But thinking about this album, what I haven't touched on at all is what is this genre? I, I, I'm my, my gut instinct, and I think a lot of you guys will agree, is that this is feeling like it might be like a folklore sister. And I say that because poetry, I think of folklore and all of the storytelling she does. So I'm like storytelling, poetry goes very hand in hand. But what's really throwing me for a loop is like, how is she going to integrate poetry into an album? Is it going to be songs with sort of instead of the voice notes we've seen from her in the past, like the 1989 sort of voice notes deluxe version, like are we going to see poems in between? I'm thinking like on tour, how she has like the seven poem. Is it going to be something like that? But but the, like going back to the Eras tour, I don't – my gut says she will not integrate it. I, I don't think she will. My thought, if she were to integrate it, is that why she has like so many shows in London? Like she's going there in June and August? I don't know. I don't think she'll integrate it into the Eras tour. I think this will be a separate tour afterward, and I don't know why I have this feeling like it's going to be more intimate. It's not going to be a traditional tour. Maybe this is where Taylor Con comes into play. If you guys didn't see earlier this weekend, she did um, apply for not a patent, but like copyright. I always forget the words. The, the basically, she wrote like the word Taylor Con. She submitted for that to be copyrighted. I think that's the right word. I always mess it up, but I'm wondering if maybe this. What if it's like a poetry slam situation? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, but my profile photo is black and white. I can tell you that. I can tell you we are going to be clowning up, down, side to side. I'm wondering if we'll get like another Midnight's Mayhem moment. I mean, that was so incredibly fun to have like all of that clownery and clues happen. And I'm wondering if maybe this is why April, she doesn't have any shows lined up? Is she going to do like a big sort of countdown moment to, to 419? I did try to put together the math of like four plus one plus nine plus two plus three. Doesn't give us anything significant, at least at this moment in time. But my gut and what I'll leave you with is I think that it will not be on the Eras tour for now. We will get a music video or single before 419. We will get some sort of series of clues, poems. I'm going to say poems. We're going to get poems and maybe the album will come along with some sort of um, – it said manuscript, which I'm not really sure I understand what manuscript means. I'm thinking we're going to get like a booklet, some sort of book visual situation of this. I could see like a long pond studio session, but like 
poetry. I don't know. Like, what is this going to look like? I'm, I I will say there will 100% has to be features on this. I don't know. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think, where your head is at. This was absolutely so unexpected. And like, I guess cream is now our color. Like I'm thinking cream, light grays. Tell me what you think the vibes are going to be. Do you think that she's going to integrate this in the Eras tour? If she does, I can tell you with 100% certainty she'll be circling back to the United States. Like, there's no way she's doing Miami, Indianapolis, and what is it, New Orleans. She will do more if, if she's integrating this. There's absolutely no way. But until then, buckle up. Prepare to be sick of me. Prepare to be sick of me. Oh, my God. I am so grateful for everybody who is new and joining. Thank you and welcome. Welcome to the broadcast channel. Welcome to my Instagram. Welcome to my social media. Welcome to the podcast. A little brief overview. My name is Reagan. This by no means is like a fan page or a fan account. I share my life online, and I am truly deeply inspired by the vulnerability of Taylor Swift and the effect that this woman has had on the world. And she has brought so much joy and meaning to my life. And I said last year, like she really made it feel like we had something to live for. And I love the sisterhood, brotherhood, whatever you want to call it, that she has created for all of us to feel connected as strangers in all places of the world. And that's what this, I look at this podcast as, as like an extension of sort of the excitement that she brings to my life and your life. And I hope that I can cultivate that through future episodes and, of course, leading up to this new album and TS11 journey. Holy moly, I can't even believe I just uttered those words. The Tortured Poets Department, April 19th, 75 days. I absolutely cannot wait. Thank you for being here. As always, it is another great day to be live at the same time as Taylor Swift. And we are just getting started. Oh, my gosh. I will see you guys on the next one. Bye. (laughs) I can't believe it. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I know all too well how busy life can be, and I am so grateful that you chose to stay, stay, stay. Now, just know this is me trying, and I would greatly appreciate if you took a minute to leave a review or maybe share this episode with a fellow Swifty. Make sure you join my broadcast channel on Instagram for more Swiftivities. And long story short, this love is real, and I'm beyond grateful for your support. See you next time.